This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Taz and the Moose with you here on this Friday morning on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. You've got Mike and Pete across the way. Heller with your updates. You got another hour left to play with. We did college picks wrapping up hour number two. NFL picks come your way a little bit later on this yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. kick off this hour. What do you need to know on this Friday morning? Waking up, heading off to work, listening on the overnight here on the West Coast, whatever it might be. Uh, here you go, the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Miles Garrett uses helmet to hit Mason Rudolph over the head. Uh, <laughs> nasty, ugly. Let's, uh, and, and listen, we've been talking about it all morning long. It's dominating the conversation, the sports landscape. 21-7 victory between the Browns and the Steelers. We know hated rivalry in Cleveland last night. The Browns win the game going away. Rudolph struggled, number of injuries for the Steelers during the course of the game. Juju Smith-Schuster, Connor, I mean, uh, they got ravaged by injury, losing a couple wide receivers as well. Rudolph didn't really have much to throw to. And then at the end of the game, Miles Garrett, who got fined earlier on in the regular season, remember that hit on uh, Simeon for the Jets, uh, which was a nasty hit. Um, he's been, I think he's had five personal foul penalties called on him, uh, not just this year. I'm talking about over the course of his career. Uh, he's a wonderful defensive player. We know that. Um, and he was great coming out of college out of Texas A&M. And last night at the end of the game with about eight seconds to go in regulation, there was a skirmish that turned into basically an all-out brawl. Yeah. Um, as uh, Rudolph uh, did not take too kindly to the way that he was taken to the field, Garrett ripped his helmet off. Uh, DeCastro is engaged with Miles Garrett at the time. Uh, Garrett then took the helmet of Mason Rudolph and hit him over the top of the head with it. Then he was taken to the ground. Pouncey comes in and basically results in like a street brawl uh, where Pouncey is jumping on, kicking and punching and everything and the like. Uh, it was just downright nasty. Uh, and for Miles Garrett, he's going to face a, a big-time suspension and a big-time fine by the National Football League. I, I would be stunned if he plays again this year, and I think it could be a suspension. As we had a number of callers earlier on the show, Taz. Uh, I, think it could, uh, I think that suspension could leak into next year as well. Yeah, it, it would um, it would shock me too if he's not out the rest of the year. And we had a long conversation about this earlier. And, and thank you for all the great calls from 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 people out there listening. So we appreciate the audience doing that. Uh, check out the podcast if you want, wherever you get your podcast of Taz and Moose, you can hear that whole conversation. But yeah, it's uh, it's a shame what happened here with Garrett. I mean, it's, it, it, as you pointed out earlier this morning, it's a good thing that when Garrett swung that helmet and hit. Uh, Mason Rudolph, it's good that the bottom of the helmet, um, where like your head goes in the whole part, hit um, Mason Rudolph, not the crown of the helmet. He would have, he could have potentially split this kid's head open and, God forbid, did a lot of damage to his skull. I mean, and that's no joke. A guy as big and powerful 
and uh, uh, and aggressive, and then that testosterone levels at a whole new high when you're when you're in a rage like Garrett was. I mean, just he could do a lot of damage. He's a powerful, powerful athlete. But um, Mace Rudolph was okay, and I, I have no problem. Neither did you with Pouncey, the offensive lineman for the Steelers, coming over. No, no and, issue. And working towards his name and pouncing on <laughs> Miles Garrett and just hit him with a plethora of punches. And you could tell that Pouncey was out of fight. That guy's not playing around. So when he kicked him, I know that. It's a bad scene. It's ugly. It's bad for the NFL. The whole thing's bad. I mean, it just looks really bad. And we were saying, you know, this is going to be swift. But it could be by the time we're off the air today, maybe an hour later, you hear the news that he got suspended for the rest of the year or whatnot. Um, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's 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 bad. The whole thing is just really bad. Uh, yeah, it was an it was an ugly scene. Uh, let's hear from the Browns head coach first. Here's Freddie Kitchens on watching one of his players do what he did last night at the end of the game. We don't react like that no matter what. That's not an excuse for anything that Miles did at all. And we're not giving him an excuse. He doesn't want an excuse. Um, so it doesn't matter what happened. I don't even care what happened. We've got five seconds to go in the game. That can't happen. We've got five seconds to go in the game. The biggest game that this team's won in a – never beat Baltimore and Pittsburgh in the same year since they've been in 1999. And then we've got to talk about this. So there's 52 other guys in that team, on the team, that that hurt, and it's going to hurt moving forward. So we don't condone that, and it's not going to – Miles understands what he did wrong, all right? He's got to maintain his composure. Just like he had to do at the start of the year, he had to maintain his composure. we got five seconds in the game. I'm sorry, but it's kind of like, you know – he understands. Well, it's great that he understands. Uh, we'll get to Garrett. You could even call in a question while Miles Garrett is still in the game uh, with a 21-7 lead at well, that's, that stage. That's a great point. You know, why <laughs> Why would he even have Miles Garrett in the that's game? That's a great the, point. Game's been dis- the game's over. The battle's been won. You're moving on. The Steelers are not scoring 14 points in 10 seconds. So why why even have Garrett in the game? Here is Garrett after the game. That is embarrassing. Now, what I did was more foolish and... I shouldn't have allowed myself to, to slip like that. That's out of character. But you know, a situation like that where you know it's an emotional game, like Larry said, and uh, allow myself to to fall into those emotions, you know, with that, that last play and what yeah, happened. I, I got to say, I, I, the one thing I'm going to give Garrett credit on, because a lot of people are not going to give him credit for anything today. And I know a call said earlier he didn't apologize, right? So he yeah. didn't actually apologize, which I get that. <laughs> but what he also didn't do was make excuses. Because, no, he did not do that. Because what happened either the play previous or, or there was there was there's footage of Garrett and Rudolph on the ground and Rudolph prying at the helmet of Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Right, right. Yeah, and then and then kicked him in the, in the groin. In the groin. So so you know, I mean you never heard Garrett talk about that or make an excuse about that. So for that, I'm gonna give the guy a little credit. You know what I mean? So um uh, you know, because Rudolph's got to own up to something too, I guess. Well, I agree with you. I, you know, Instigate he did pull at Garrett's helmet, and there's uh, the the footage there of when he is getting, uh, you know, pulled by his helmet. I actually or, just found it. Sorry. Yeah, and you see the foot going right into the groin of yeah. Miles Garrett. Well, when he's trying to pull the helmet off of him, uh, you know, it's I don't know what's going on. Stop playing. But yeah, he he, it's it's pretty. Uh, I didn't see it last night. This part of it. 
to be honest with you, it was late at night, and I, I, when I watched the replays, I don't know what's going on here, but it's um, it's definitely you could see Rudolph. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. Must no, be no worries. Yeah, you can see internet it. that we have. Yeah, here. I mean, you sucks. Right, you could you could definitely see it. I mean, his right cleat goes to the groin of Miles Garrett. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I'm not saying he he doesn't deserve obviously to get uh, hit over the head with his own helmet, but that's uncalled for as well. So uh, that ends up in an all-out brawl, all-out right. fight. Yeah, and, and 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 you know, I'm just saying, Rudolph is not exactly an angel in this thing that led up to this. Oh no, I no, think Rudolph's yeah. going to be reprimanded as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I you know, I don't think he's going. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's going to get suspended, but I think Mason Rudolph's going to get fined. Right, right, right. When right. you think so? Um, I. Yes. I think he will. I think he'll be fine. Yes. I do. I think he'll be fine. I think it, because he, it wasn't like, it's not like Miles Garrett, no one's saying the reaction is right, but it's not like it was unprovoked. I think right. that's the, you right. know, it, it, what he did was wrong. There's no place in the NFL for it, but were there certain actions taken by Mason Rudolph that were uncalled for as well? Yes. All that is true. All right. Next. Number two. Hugh Jackson to lead Colin Kaepernick's workout. Yes, tomorrow it is the workout down in Atlanta at the Falcons practice facility. We've been chatting about it all week long since the news came out earlier in the week that it was going to take place this Saturday. People called into question in terms of the legitimacy of it, PR stunt. You and I, Taz, we're both in agreement. Whatever the rationale the reason is from the National Football League for Colin Kaepernick, Here's an opportunity that two months ago, if you told me that the NFL would be holding a public workout and a pro day for Colin Kaepernick, I probably would say you're insane. Right. Uh, right. But it's going to transpire tomorrow nonetheless. You're more confident than I am that Kaepernick's going to get signed. I'm not saying he shouldn't be signed. I'm just a little bit more skeptical of it. Um, And hopefully it goes well for him. And hopefully, honestly, for his, for the NFL, for the football, I I hope he gets signed by some team. I hope Colin Kaepernick is brought into the fold of the National Football League. I I think it's going to happen. I definitely think it's going to happen. Um... I don't think all this is happening because teams are not interested in him. I think it's happening. The NFL is not just trying to be nice. I think there's there's interest. There's interest from a lot of teams, a couple teams. And I do think that, um, you know, I, I do think that he's going to get signed. What I'm pausing, I'm thinking, is I'm trying to think tomorrow. What time is this again that they're doing this pro day? What, what, do you remember the time off top of your head? Uh, right, I thought it was like in the middle of the afternoon. Well, I think it was, there's a lot of there's a good handful of college games, to, as we know. And I wonder how much attention will be on. Are you going to jump away from the college games to watch the workout? Uh, I'll flip it on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at that stage, uh, I might be driving down to Piscataway. Uh, but, yeah, I will. Um, what I'll time be- is that Rutgers game? 3.30. Get the shovels out for that one, bro. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. I mean, you're a 52 point underdog. I, I understand that. I, I know. What, what do you want me to say? Uh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah hey, right, exactly. It's, it's, well, I think just do that at 9 a.m. Get it out of the way. Thanks, Tess. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, really. I, 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 I don't, I don't, th- I don't think it's going to be a competitive game. I, I, I don't. You don't? I, yes. <laughs> Te- well, I've been hearing about it all week long. A buddy of mine texted me on my way on my way home from FanDuel on Sunday night. He texted me, "Wow, see the Rutgers line." I go, "No, what is it? Fifty and a half." <laughs> and then he texted me, "I'd lay it." I go, "Yes, I know." It's one of your cool sports betting friends. I, I said, I, "I, I'm sure you would lay it. I, I doubt you're going to take Rutgers." Now the line's even gone up, so they've had even more action on Ohio State. Fifty and a half. Now it's up to 52, 52 and a half. Do the cool sports betting men 
Do they always say 50 and a half instead of 50.5? Yeah, they say 50. If one says 50.5, does that make them uncool? Yes, yes. That's my new thing. Yes. Mike, please write that down. Jot that for a reminder in the run sheet. Thank you. Well, now you're going to go 0.5? That's my gimmick. Oh, that's your gimmick. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Uncool Jones. Um, So we'll see what happens with this Kaepernick workout and and if he indeed does get back into the NFL. But there's more than just a handful of teams. I think we're in double digits now in terms of teams that will be in attendance uh, tomorrow at the Falcons practice facility. Number three. Carmelo Anthony signs with the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, yeah, enough. Mello's back in the NBA. Oh, Look at that. Wow, a little please. Portland Blazer love. Oh, can I just lay out? I mean, come on. Why? Really, bro? It's good How old is he? Well, I mean, he's in his 30s now. Yeah, but he's in the mid 30s. Stop. Go away. Well, he wanted to get back in the league. He's been knocked around, and Portland struggled this year. Can he buy into a role of being instant offense, you know, like the microwave Vinnie Johnson used to be for the Detroit Pistons years wow. gone by? He was a guard. I know Melo's a forward, but you know what I mean in yes. terms of that guy uh, and taking on that kind of a role. Uh, let's be realistic here. It's been a disaster for Melo. Yeah. I mean, it has uh, since he left Denver. The Knicks didn't really end all that well. Uh, Houston was a nightmare. Uh, everywhere he's gone, you know, teams be Oklahoma City. Remember, he went to the Thunder, and it was the big three of him, yep. Westbrook, and remember. Paul George. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't last all that long. Remember when he scoffed at the idea of being coming off the bench? Yep. It's like, bench? bench. I, I don't come off the bench. I don't come off the bench. I'm ah. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, well. And now he's a member of the Portland Trailblazers. He's back in the NFL. I think the biggest Nick fans not- miss him? No, I don't think so. Syracuse fans miss him. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah those are the man, right? You watch Syracuse this year? They're terrible. I know. What happened? I don't know. They haven't, they're not getting the big recruits anymore. Peseglia yeah. rolls his eyes. They used to... Well, cold there. Yes, it is cold. Yes, thanks, Mike. No, but they used to... I mean, for they used so to get big-time players. Well, because out of the city schools, out of Brooklyn, Queens, out of yeah. Manhattan, they get a lot of the kids from the Bronx. Absolutely. You know, and they, they, they recruit downstate here, and, you know... You know what changed you know. Mike Hopkins? When Hopkins left and went to Washington, because he was the coach at waiting for Bayheim until Bayheim basically signed a contract in blood and will never leave the bench up there at Syracuse. And I like Bayheim, but, I mean, Funny. Mike Hopkins was the co- head coach in waiting for... I would say 10 years, for give or take, and he basically said, no more. I can't. I, I, I got to I gotta, I gotta begin my other career someplace else. And when he went to Washington, Washington's getting all these big-time recruits, and Syracuse's recruits are, like, dying on the vine. You said Mike Hopkins. I'm thinking, man, that's my trademark lawyer. How do you know him? Is that true? It is. That's his name. His name is Mike Hopkins? That's his name. I swear to God. Mike Hopkins. <laughs> Give him a little plug. True story. That's funny. Trademark lawyer Jones. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you're like, I'm what? trademarking things left and right. You're bro. like, he's not only coaching basketball, but he's handling my trademarks. <laughs> I just trademarked uh, Taz and the Moose. Oh, very nice. Yeah. You're out. Thank you. It's mine. Thank you. <laughs> right now, you're just the name. It's just Moose. That's you're you're it. not even, it's not, yeah. It's, yeah. I look, forward, it. I look forward to the holidays. And I branded your face, too, the cartoon. Oh, that, thank you. That Joe drew of us. Sports that's mine graphics? also. Yeah, that's, that's Joker mine. Joker graphics? Or? Joker graphics. Yeah, that's yeah. mine, too. So the, the, any character of your face that you ever use going forward, is all, I can is, sue you. Oh, you can <laughs> Nice. I look forward to opening up that piece of mail. There's a lawsuit that's being pressed uh, by, by Taz Incorporated. and Because I can't use my own face in a drawing? Right. He says he, in the lawsuit, he says he owns you. <laughs> 
Joe, just the word moose and any kind of a cartoon of your face. Right, that's that's it. If someone draws a cartoon of your leg, no problem. Right, just my just face. Just your face. The moneymaker. That's the moneymaker. <laughs> so let Ruckers know, be careful. I'll let let FanDuel, right. let all these companies you work know. for. I'll let them know. Why? Right. Let them all know. Taz wants a piece. I want a piece. I'm going to get moose the beak business. Wet. That's yes. it. <laughs> I am in the moose business, buddy. Uh, So there you have it. Those are your three big storylines here on this Friday morning. Melo back in the NBA, signing with the Portland Trailblazers. Miles Garrett, the brawl at the end of the Steelers game that went the Browns way by 14 over Pittsburgh. But he's facing a long suspension by the National Football League. Um, And certainly uh, that is a a big headline. And Colin Kaepernick's workout tomorrow down in Atlanta at the Falcons practice facility. We'll come back. we got some NFL picks for you as well. It's Taz and the Moose on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. That is your number to call. It is Taz and the Moose. We've got NFL picks coming your way. Heller is wiping down the studio. Rich Ackerman-esque. He comes in. He's basically, (laughs) he's talking to me and... I thought I had a bad from Taz talking about Rutgers. He's, he's he's asking me about Rutgers. He's like, man, that's going to be a tough one tomorrow, huh? And you, like, Brad, I mean, I know. It's going to be a long day. You think, I'm, you think I want you to cruise into Friday? I'm keeping you on your toes here. I know you are. You know what the question you asked me, Taz, was how do you do it? Said, yeah. How do you do it? How do you do it? How do you, how do you That's a fair question. How do you talk about that game? I go, Brad, oh we'll God, be creative. Brad, I mean, just hammer, like right over the head. <laughs> how do you do it? How do you do it? How, <laughs> how exactly you talk and I don't wanna I'm not I'm not uh, we're not poking fun of uh, they're just They it, suck. Yeah, they're I just, said it, not you. Yeah, <laughs> they're not a good football team. It's like when I went off, are you going to a company tri- picnic party? Uh company picnic party. Take two. Take two. I wasn't invited to a picnic party. <laughs> Look, Christmas party. Are you going? Uh, I had. Are you going to go? Uh, uh, bo- uh, I believe I am going to go. Heller. You're going to go. You're going to go, go Heller. I think so. Taz has got bogus on the mind. I don't know why I do. I mean, because uh, I'm mad. We over. Uh, bogus is getting tweeted right now. He's like, Taz misses you. <laughs> Every hour he's bringing your name. He's mm. calling Heller bogus, bogus Heller. I don't know if you heard Heller. I am not going to the Christmas party. Yeah, I think New York City. Is that City true? That. Had a little hot take yesterday. Yes. On the radio. Oh. Snapped, snapped. You don't want to part of this. Al Dukes, the producer of Boomer and Geo, liked your rant. I know you told me that offline. Yeah. I'm interested. Did they play that on the fan? I, I do not know That's that. That's the only way the I boss this, would hear it. No, I think this was an offline. Not this, I think this was an <laughs> offline conversation. This was an offline <laughs> listening party. They were a huddled, listening party. They were right, wow. correct. I believe they were huddled around Bogish's desk and listening to it. One more download. Were they chuckling? You think it was the left? No, they were left. Oh, they yeah. were, oh, no, Dukes loved oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah. Al loves you. I mean, Dukes loved it. Yeah. He's like, ah, I guess Taz is not. He said to me, I was talking to Minko, who does updates on the fan, and yeah. he goes, uh, I guess Taz is not going to that Christmas party, huh? <laughs> 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 I love the little radio water cooler talk. Yeah. It's good stuff. I go, yeah. no, he's, I don't think he's attending. Did and Mikko's like, who's Taz? No. He's 107 <laughs> years old. <laughs> who's Taz? Cartoon? No, at the time, we were talking to Joe Connolly. You know who Joe Connolly is? Never heard of him. 880. Yeah, a, Joe Connolly's my colleague upstairs. Yeah. I said never heard of him. And, and meanwhile, Hello looked at me like, how dare you? 
Joe Connolly's like he's a, a legend. He's upstairs. a radio legend on 880. Business. He does. Stuff, he does dude. business updates on I 880. I, I have hot takes on. But it's strange shows. because I, I had no idea what Joe Connolly looked like. He was he part walked, of the listening party. You hear the voice. You know. Right. He really? walked through the newsroom. I was like, Who's that? Joe Conley. Like he was wearing a, a sport jacket that was six times too big. I was like, who's that? And he's like, Joe Connolly. I'm like, you're Joe Connolly? The Joe really? Connolly. Yeah. Did, did he put me over? No. No, I didn't. Nothing. No, Taz didn't. No, you didn't. He started talking about Mink about retirement. Oh, the guy's, he's a relic. I like Mink. Don't get me wrong. No disrespect yeah, to the man. He's a man. And he's been the around here. He's worked here about 60, 70 years. He's put up with this place? Yes, right. God yeah, bless him. And six, and since the inception. He was here since the beginning of WFAN, I should oh, say. Oh, life. I thought he meant like No, he wasn't at BC, the BC. No, like no, before no. Christ? No. no. Certain no. reports say that is a possibility, but we can't <laughs> confirm it. <laughs> so He, he yeah. is Marconi. He invented. The, Mar- the, the, the morning show on WFAN locally in New York did enjoy your rant, or at least Al did. Enjoyed your rant. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm a, sure it made their way to G. It wasn't a bit. Well. And I let my wife hear it because she didn't listen live. I let, I said, yeah, tell me if I went too far. Uncomfortable? She goes, yeah, that's on par. That's your deal. So yeah. She walked out of the room. I'm very nice. <laughs> that's it. Went back, to, time, went back to watching some impeachment yeah, proceedings. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. During that's a break fact. in the yeah, hearings. That's exactly uh, right. Comes <laughs> she paused on the TiVo. She's like, let me hear this thing. Enough, you and Moose. I want to hear it, and yeah. I'm moving on. Let's go. Oh, that's <laughs> so like that. Adam Schiff's uh, shirt on. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. bro, oh, you was, enjoy the party, Brad. Yeah, Brad's going to be a team. Am I the only one of the, of the three of us that'll be there? Well, in the not, room? Not, and oh. there's two men behind the glass. They won't be there either. Uh, Mike and uh, Pete. Well, uh, it's tough to go to a night party when you work early in the morning. I almost just call Pete Bob. I don't yeah, know why. I have another. Just, I have another job that I'll probably be at. I mean, I only will probably go for the first hour because I believe the next day I'm going to be filling in for Bogus. Well, why do you guys, you and Moose, that means? Yeah. Always have to like be braggadocious because you're doing all this other works. Like it's, Moose does it for two years here. Like I always got to hear about all these other I'm works. Braggadocious, about... like well, I'll be doing another job, and you're yeah. like, well, I'll be sitting Please. in for bogus. Who cares? Right or wrong? I'm just letting people know what's going on in my life. You brought up the party. I'm just telling you if I was going or not. I was I telling s- you why I was I, not going to be attending. I didn't need for either of your itineraries for the next three months oh, of I'm your sorry. work rates or where you're working and what day rate you're grabbing. Right. It's none of my business. Well, since you brought it up, I'll be filling in for Bogus that entire week, actually. You know what, Hella? I never liked you. <laughs> Thank you, Taz. Now I know why. By the yeah. way, download the Taz podcast. <laughs> Taz, Taz show. <laughs> yes, this is true. Yeah, so three times a week. Yeah, three yeah. times a week. Taz show podcast. Yes, make yeah. sure you download it. Yeah, make sure you download it. Saw <laughs> a plug. I dropped a new pod yesterday. Actually, I know. I did. I dropped a new podcast I yesterday. I dropped them, left them, right. You know, whatever. You There'll do be a great more. Twenty twenty. There'll be more. I'll be doing more content. Very more, good. much more. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Tease. Much more. For those wrestling fans out there, a lot you more know, content's coming. Do you want to know what Moose, uh, Moose and I are doing in 2020? Probably working multiple jobs. Where? What? What are you doing? You're doing something together. You keep looking at each other. I didn't have on? an answer. I was yeah. just, oh, I, 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 I thought you, you did have an answer. I'm like, what am I going to be doing? <laughs> I don't no, know. I just, you, you told us you're dropping podcasts in 2020. I thought maybe uh, uh, you want to know what we were doing. Well, I don't have an answer. I'm, I'm doing content. I'll be doing the occasional uh, racing podcast with Brian Monzo. Make sure you Monzo, yes. F-A-N. Um, whose awkward highlighter bag is that with Sharpies? Whose bag is this here? This, Moose. What is this? Oh, this is mine. That's yours? Yeah. I'm working with this guy two years every day, and I've never seen that freaking thing in my life. It's in my bag, usually. I'll, let me paint the picture for the audience. It's like a makeup bag 
with a no, plethora a, of Sharpies and highlighters. And the other day, I asked him if I could borrow a pen. He's like, I don't have one. Well, his trapper no, keeper. Got I, don't, I don't. Sometimes I don't bring my work bag in. His trapper keeper's on this side. You yeah. can't see it. See, I put. Yeah, you, they have the holes in it to you put in the binder. <laughs> That's big. That's clutch. I know. I do I, have a I, lot of pens. He's got. I mean, yeah, he's got all that stuff. I know what I bring in this. That's what I got. Yeah, you got Nothing a else. protein bar, a metric bar, nice. metric nice. bar. Take it away. right now. All right. Very nice, Brad. Go this trip, as you open it. Mike. Yes, yes. This correct. report Go sponsored ahead. by Progressive. Off, <laughs> this year, Progressive <laughs> celebrates seven years and over 700 cars given to veterans. Giving thanks by providing independence for those who protect it. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Thursday night football became Thursday night fights in Cleveland. So it was Miles Garrett who took the helmet off of Mason Rudolph and slammed him on the top of the head, Doug. Oh, boy. Miles is going to get one, too. He's going to be suspended. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That was the call on Browns radio as Miles Garrett sparked a big brawl at the end of Cleveland's 21-7 win over Pittsburgh. Here is head coach Freddie Kitchens. We don't react like that no matter what. That's not an excuse for anything that Miles did at all. And we're not giving him an excuse. He doesn't want an excuse. So it doesn't matter what happened. And Mike Tomlin's perspective? I'll keep my thoughts to myself. You guys saw what happened at the end. Of course. You have no comment about it? That's exactly what I said. I got no comment. Have you ever seen anything like that at the end of a game? No more questions regarding that because I'm saying nothing. And we'll see what the NFL says about it after reviewing the play. Steelers offensive lineman Marquise Pouncey retaliated against Garrett. He was kicking him and punching him. He was ejected. So was the Browns' Larry Ogunjobi. As for the game itself, Baker Mayfield, two touchdown passes and a touchdown run. The Browns are 4-6. and six. The Steelers are 5-5. Five and five. Their four-game winning streak ended, and they lost receivers Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson both suffered concussions. NBA Paul George scored 33 in his Clippers debut, but they still lost to the Pelicans 132-127. Kristaps Porzingis was booed mercilessly in his return to New York, and the Knicks also gave their fans a rare chance to cheer. Tennis shoot for the Knicks, 20 seconds to go. Crown on its feet, tie game at 101. Morris, five to shoot against Kleba. Step back three, knocks it down! Marcus Morris, his fifth three. He's got 20 points, and the Knicks up 104-101 with 13.2 to go. Ed Cohen on Knicks Radio. The Knicks have three wins this season. Two are against the Mavericks. 106-103 the final. Luka Doncic had 33 and a triple-double in the loss. Giannis had 38-15. and 15. Bucks beat the Bulls. Carmelo Anthony is reportedly going to sign a non-guaranteed deal with the Blazers. Baseball's MVPs, Mike Trout in the American League, his third win in six years. Cody Bellinger wins his first in the NL. Will Smith, the reliever, gets a three-year, $40 million contract from the Braves. And college hoops, Michigan State surviving on the road at Seton Hall, 76-73. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Brad. Good job, and job well done. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. You too, guys. Thanks, thank buddy. You. All right, here we go. You ready for some picks? Uh, kind of, yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Some the Taz and Moose picks are for fun only. This is not for gambling purposes, just some chuckles and a good time. Enjoy the Taz and Moose picks now. Listen irresponsibly. It's now time for the Taz and Moose NFL picks. The three picks you need to know. All right, let's get to it here. Uh, week 11 NFL picks. One game in the books already. Taz, I mean, he's had an unbelievable year with the selections. Uh, he really has. Three Every week, buddy. Every no, you've been great. You've been fantastic. I mean, you're dominant. Nine and a half game lead. Uh, do you have? You're 22 and 8 on the season. I'm 12, 17, and 1. 1, 1, and 1 last week. Wow. Taz, you went a perfect 3 and 0. So there you have it. And I mean, Taz, great job by you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Well, I'll, I'll talk on it for a few minutes. So. Here's a, Take here's, it away. Here's, here's the uh, thing. I'll lay out. 
Thank you. Here's the thing. We need to discuss, which is not in this, which I blame on our producer, Michael Segler, who I love. Um, we don't have how many weeks in a row that Taz was actually 3-0. and That's the thing which is interesting because there's multiple. Uh, please, Pete, jump in here. Right, It sir? wasn't last week. Pete, last week you went 2-1. I'm not talking about this. <laughs> two weeks ago, you there's went been three many weeks though, right? Yeah, yeah. I, well, think, I, mean, you've had, the, I think you've had two or three. Let's just weeks. leave it at this. There's been multiple weeks that I've been three and Correct. Want me multiple. to have more stats in here, like your last ten, your home yeah. and away splits? Uh, like what do you want? I just yeah. wanted to point that out. I just think it, the audience, because I've been getting people tweet me from the Wheel of a Nation saying, "Taz, how many three and weeks have you really had? Nice. It's unbelievable what you're doing. And God, let up on Moose. It's so bad. How much you beat oh, the God. hell out of him on this? Nice. Thank you. Dude, you're Hashtag really, you're we over. Pummeled. I, mean, you're, I know it's been a bad. I've been bad with the NFL. You're right. Got a rally. We'll rally. No, you, you, you have no. You can't. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at it right now. You can't even catch up. You're 12 uh, you and know, 17 and one. No, that's not true. Dude, I'm 22 and eight. There's 21 picks left in the regular yeah, season. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, you could so, collapse. Potentially possible. Like a front runner in the lead. There's no way. Hit the eighth pole and basically gasping for air. Trying to find a winner? Well, bottom line for me, real right. simple deal. We're going to go, uh, I'm going to go first. Patriots, they're going to be in Philadelphia, Moose. You know about this? I am aware, yes. The Pats are in Philadelphia. Yes, I did look at the schedule. Thank you. You got it. Home dog. The Eagles are a home dog. Three, home dog. 3.5, Moose. Yes. <laughs> They're an underdog by 3.5 points. Correct. Uh, I'm going to shock you here, kid. I will take the home team. I will take my three and a half. Whoa! Give me a whoa! Whoa! You like the Eagles? Yeah, dude, I do. I know it's they do. The Eagles, I'm sorry, the Pats are due to lose here. Tough place to play. It's getting chilly. Philadelphia, that's a tough place. I know that area well. telling you right now. Give me my three and a half, or as they say, 3.5. I'll take the Eagles. Uh, you're going to take the Eagles. All right, good. There you have That's it. That's called a, I can't say the word. It starts with a B, and it sounds like Halsey. Well done. Well done. I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to lay the five and a half on the road in Tampa against the Buccaneers. Why? Well, you're going to, first off, I love New Orleans coming off the loss last week at home, in which they got knocked around by the Atlanta Falcons. Eye-opening kind of a loss. Number two is, I don't think the Bucs can do what the Falcons did last week, which was line up. And run it down the throat. They're more reliant on the throwing ability of Jameis Winston. And he's kind of turned a corner to the point where people expect him to be back with Arians and the Buccaneers a year from now. uh, And next season. Now, with him throwing it, I think that plays into the Saints' defensive hands. I think Breeze will be a lot more efficient offensively. I think they're going to score. That Buccaneers' defense isn't particularly good. (laughs) I'm going to lay the five and a half. Uh, with the Saints on the road in Tampa, I'd be surprised if they lose two in a row. So give me New Orleans laying five and a half. That's pick number one for me. All right. So we got the Ravens are hosting the Texans. So the Ravens are giving the Texans four. So the the here's the deal. Uh, I, I'm taking the Ravens in this deal. You can give the Texans their four all you want. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been on point. Uh, Mark Ingram has been running the ball great. That offensive line has been playing excellent. Uh, defensively, they're locked and loaded. I mean, there's a, a lot of momentum. And then the league is about momentum at the end of the day. And these Baltimore Ravens have a ton of momentum right now. They look fantastic. So uh, give me Lamar Jackson and the Ravens as they host the Texans. 
Give the Texans their four. I'll take Baltimore. All right, that's Mike Sot. Mike Sot. All right, that's pick number uh, two for you. Pick number two for me. We're going to go to the Monday Night Affair. I'm going to take the Chiefs with Mahomes back at quarterback, laying the four on the road in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Rivalry game, an old AFC West showdown, no question. Chiefs coming off a road loss last week against Tennessee. Love that angle from ten- from a Kansas City perspective. And they need it. I mean, they're not run away with anything in that AFC. They still have hopes of getting themselves to a Super Bowl come February. And they need to find a way to win this football game. Chargers have played better as of late. Not going to deny that. I don't trust that Kansas City defense. Don't disagree in any way, shape, or form. I think Mahomes and the Chiefs put on a show on Monday night. Give me Kansas City laying the four. That's pick number two for me. All right. All right. I got you. All right. Well, where are we going to go here next? Last one for me. We're going to do a little. We're going to go out to Oakland where uh, the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals are coming into town. The Bengals are plus 10.5, Moose. Yes. Yeah. They are on the road uh, and they are getting 10.5. I'll take the Raiders. I'll take Derek Carr and Jacobs. I'll take the Raiders in this thing here. I think it's going to be. Um, but do you have ten? You have eleven, or do you have ten point ten and a half? What do you uh, have? I have uh, eleven. Yes, yeah, so I guess hmm, I'm the one side I was looking at had. All right, whatever. So let's go eleven. Give them eleven. Yeah, yeah you can give Cincinnati eleven. You can give Dalton eleven. No Finley, all those guys. 11. Joe Mixon, give them eleven. Yes, that's okay. I'll, you can take the eleven. I'll take Jacobs. I'll take Carr. I'll take the Raiders uh, all the way here in Oakland. I like them in this thing. They go. They're going to go six and four after this game, and the Bengals will still have a donut. The Bengals will be own ten at this thing. Give me Oakland all the way. All right, you like the Raiders? Uh, that is uh, pick number three for you. I think all they right. say to cover in the business. Correct. That's Raiders to cover, to cover the eleven. To say in the business. Right. Um, I'm going to take uh, the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to lay the four and a half at home. Uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. I I think this line's a little bit of an overreaction to what we saw last week between the Falcons and the Saints, the stunning victory uh, by Atlanta on the road in New Orleans. Carolina went into Green Bay in the snow, played a very, very representable game, and, you know, could have found their way in overtime if McCaffrey scores on fourth and goal and they get the two-point conversion late. They don't. They come back home. Uh, the Falcons, even with how they played last week, still have um, still have issues. Make no question about it. Carolina needs the game. They're five and four. They got to get themselves to six and four. They want to remain relevant in terms of a, a playoff spot in that NFC. Give me Carolina laying four and a half for Kyle Allen and the Panthers. That's pick number three for me. All right, so there you have it. So you want to go through the list? Or we yes, just yes, yes. My three picks: Chiefs laying four. I'm taking the Panthers laying the four and a half and the Saints laying five and a half. Those are your three picks from my perspective, week 11. Taking the home dog, the Eagles, with uh, their plus three and a half over the Pats. No, it's not a popular pick, but I'll take the Eagles in that thing with my points. Uh, I got the Ravens laying four over the Texans. I'll take the Ravens. And then you got the Raiders laying 11 to the Bengals. I'll take the Raiders. There you have it. Your week 11 NFL picks. Taz and the Moose with you. On this Friday morning, we come back. We got the undercard for you as we wrap up a busy week for us right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more 
on your car insurance. Time right now to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is from uh, Pete out in Long Island, New York. Um, heard Bawami was answering the Ask the Pros again. Uh, what a stud. Okay, so here's my question. Was it fair for the Knicks fans to boo KP last night? That's Christoph Porzingis to you and me at Madison Square Garden as the Mavs fell to the Knicks. Was it Bawami? Wow. New level here. He's a pro now? That is a wonderful question. The Nick fans should be booing themselves, not anybody else. As you must. There you have it, short and sweet from Bawami. Wow. The Nick fans should be booing themselves, Taz. Hold on a second. Let me get this straight. So we have Bawami now is one of the pros. He ex- He's part of Ask the Pros, Dad? Yeah, he's an integral part of the show. He's had a new deal for 2020? Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. Short and sweet for yeah. Bawami. Well, he does, that's what he has. He doesn't, you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a day rate guy. He gets, he's paid per appearance. He don't get paid by the minute. <laughs> he's a day rate guy, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> no guarantee for him. Here's the undercard. Right. Taz and the Moose present the undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, Mike, what do we got? All right, so the Bears and Rams play on Sunday Night Football. Chicago, 4-5 and five on the year. L.A., 5-4. and four. Who do you think's had a more disappointing season? Rams, I agree. <clears throat> More expectation on them, you know, especially with Goff signing his new deal at the beginning of the year, a bunch of money, and uh, but just all the, with the best defensive player in the game, and Aaron Donald, and uh, you don't even hear nothing. Uh, Gurley, who knows the need and not the need, and this to that. Yeah, the Rams, the Rams. Uh, I'd agree with you. I do think it's uh, the Los Angeles Rams as well. Uh, you know, a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover, but kind of, they kind of dispelled that with the start that they got off to this year. And then all of a sudden the struggles, you know, they're in salary cap hell. They've they've really leveraged themselves to this team because of all the draft picks they've traded as well, Taz. Right. So uh, it's a win-now team that's not winning. And you mentioned in terms of golf, the reg- golf, the regression there, they paid them too. Yeah, I think the Rams are more of a disappointment than when you look at the Chicago Bears. I totally agree. Yeah, totally. Yep. All right, next. I can't believe they just did that. Wow. We've got Texans, Ravens, 1 p.m. Eastern on CBS on Sunday. Texans 6-3, the Ravens 7-2. Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Who would you rather start your franchise with? Uh, I would say Lamar Jackson. I have just something about him. He's just explosive. I just just Lamar Jackson. He's such a uh, dynamic athlete. Lamar Jackson. Is, yeah, I, I mean, the easy answer would be both, right? Um, I would still take. I would still take Watson. Really? I, I would still take Watson. Yeah. But it's. I mean, Taz. I, I'm not. It's not one that I'm going to, as they, as the cliche goes, die on the hill for. I could easily understand you taking Lamar Jackson. You love the way that he conducts himself. Well, listen, both guys, you will love the way both, you know, it's not a knock on Deshaun Watson. Now, Watson obviously has taken a ton of hits down there in Houston, and they've improved the offensive line. I think Watson's a better pure thrower of the football than Lamar I Jackson. I, 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 I And I think he's got a little bit better of an arm. 
That's why I would take Watson. However, I'm a little concerned about Watson, the hits that he's taking. But if I'm if I'm not factoring that in, I'm just looking at you know pure quarterback. It's very very close. You can't go either way. But I'd probably still take Deshaun Watson. I can understand why you think Yeah, you know, I, I agree with everything you said on the throwing part for sure. I, I, I just think that um, I think I just think that Lamar Jackson is tougher to prepare for. I just think he's That's fair. So unpredictable. I don't think well, he Carol knows what called him a nightmare. Yeah, there you go. There you go. When they took on the and Baltimore went into Seattle and, and handed it to that Seahawks defense. Yeah, so it's tough to prepare for. He's oh, just, he is. Can beat you with his legs, legs yeah. arms, and. I'll tell you this, the, the one thing that has stunned me, and I can't say it enough, is the growth that Jackson has shown as a thrower of the football. Yeah. A year ago, Taz, he looked like a, he looked like a yeah, really a throw. high schooler trying no, to throw in the I NFL. Know. I mean, it is a night and day difference. He, he's worked throughout the, the offseason, you can tell. He's worked hard to, to just be more accurate and, and be more efficient with throwing and throw the ball harder and deeper. Kid's great, man. Kid's it's doing great. really well. All right, next. Alex Guerrero, Tom Brady's personal everything, says he believes Brady can play until he's 46 or 47. You think he'll do it? Okay, Alex Guerrero shouldn't even have a platform to speak ever. Brady is now what, 43? 42. 42. I basically said the guy should never even talk. Never speak. Oh, Guerrero, nobody knows Tom Brady's body better. Well, maybe Giselle does. Giselle than, might. Than maybe. Alex Guerrero. Maybe. Maybe. Well, Brady and Guerrero are like frickin' frack. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, was... uh, they've got the business together, the TB12 method, the avocado ice cream, no sugar, you know, no alcohol, no nothing. You remember the no time fun. Antonio Brown went into the deep TB12 facility, invited by Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Tom Brady wasn't there. And Antonio Brown went on his IG, I think it was on his Twitter. He video streamed I do that he was in that. there. And then Guerrero probably texted or called Brady. Just imagine how pissed Brady was when he knew that. That he was filled, was videoing in there. Yeah. Uh, well, Just imagine that. Right. Well, Brady also invited Antonio Brown to live with him. That was before this happened. I know that. I know. Alex, Alex get him out of there. Point of reference. I, I don't know. Get him out There's of there. something to look at and think that Brady wants to retire after this year. I, you know, listen, could he stay? If he, I, I think you've seen a regression in Brady. I don't think Tom Brady is playing another five years in the NFL. No, could he? he's not. No, he's not dude, playing no another way. five years. No, no, he's not. I, I don't see that. But Maybe he'll be, a, he'll be a host here on CBS Sports Radio. He could be. Never know. He does his spots with Jim Gray on Westwood One every week. Maybe he's going to transition into radio. They do interviews. Jim is a master interviewer. Next. Are you ribbing me? Another freaking Bawami appearance? No doubt. Oh, my God. Bawami is protesting last week's results. Changing a quarterback at the last minute is unlawful. This week, I will take the Bills minus six and a half over the Dolphins. Yes! As you must. Yes! There you go. Bawami so, has spoken! I agree with him. him me and Bawami were on the same game a week ago. All of a sudden, Jeff Driscoll starting a quarterback. That game was over. Yeah. I mean, all Herald Chicago Bears. That game was over. I was annoyed. I agree. At, I was bothered by that. Bawami and I. Bawami sent Bawami. me, an, a, Bawami sent me a, a, vo- yeah, a voicemail message. I mean, I was, Bawami that was sent you a voicemail. He did. Very angry at Matt Patricia. My bad. Yes. <laughs> I will never forgive Matt Patricia. Oh, my God. What a disaster the Lions are. 
All right, Moose, take care. That's a great job. Thank you. Mike, Pete, fantastic. Heller with the updates. Uh, Download that podcast, radio.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening all week long, everybody. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Till Monday. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.